yo, yo, indeed. Yo, we're back with episode 64. 64. Episode Nintendo 64. Yeah, Nintendo 64. Super Nintendo Chalmers episode. <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> I hated that nigga because, like, Skinner was a fuckboy, but, like, Super, Super, Nin- <laughs> Super Nintendo Chalmers always made him sweat like That's crazy. Funny as hell, man. Like, you would swear Super Nintendo Chalmers was going to, like, kill him <laughs> like physically he was the episode. only like straight guy on the show like a straight like narrow like the one who wasn't like unless yeah, well, it's like, he have, like a stamp collection like he something was one of, he's some lines. dry ass nigga or he dated skinner's mom too or something along those lines it was something weird i guess he wasn't totally oh he definitely weird. was banging old lady skinner <laughs> definitely was edna no not edna edna krabappel was a hoe but yeah. skinner was banging that out too but yeah you know not yeah. unlike jesus <laughs> Principal Skinner. Oh, Principal man. Skinner and Jesus parallels that's, that's there. That's so fucking funny. Yeah, we're back. You know, the weather. The weather's crazy now. It's fucking... We're living on the sun now. This is what we I wanted. Am, I am crispy right now. Uh, absolutely, man. Yo, son. Uh, well, you know, my you shoulder was peeling Exclusively the other... tank top poppy in the summer. Just like yeah. exclusive tank tops. No, no, you, not sleeves even. Sleeves don't even exist. No, because it's too fucking hot. It's too hot for sleeves. I Nigga, understand. I am a hot person. Like, my body sure. radiates heat, so I cannot wear, sure. like, things that hot, are going to... Hot, single, ready to mingle. <laughs> you call me a hoe? <laughs> Let me know right now so I can slap you. <laughs> yeah, you are, I mean, I guess, you know, warm-blooded. I don't know what to say. Hot person? Like, does your is your body emanate... Are you secretly pe- the human torch? Like no, I don't get no, it. No, no, people are my, like I'm su- like I'm supposed to be like my dad, where he's like hairy all over. Sure. So my bo- my dad is like a really like hot person. So my dad walks around the house like fifty percent of the time, like shirt shirt off, basketball shorts on. Right. My dad my dad looks like he's ready for a ball is life. Sure. Skins versus shirt. That's game. fucking hilarious. Like every time. Nike flip flops and all nigga. Oh man. I would never forget the time my friends would come over and my dad would be like in his underwear and like his T shirt. And it's Boss. just it's just like that one man T V skit. It's just like where there's like I'll show you later. It's like this dad. He's just like walking down the stairs, patting his belly and shit like that. He got the big ass like old man belly, and it's just I'll I'll never forget that moment. But now my dad knows better. So um, but yeah, it's a it's fucking hot now, which is great because you know, but you know, it being hot is now making things extremely dangerous. We, I don't understand. We man. are we are on. It's the only cusp been hot of... for like three days, and niggas break out into <laughs> chaos. We are we are on the cusp of Memorial Day weekend, and like you know, it's supposed to be to remember our troops, but it's really about like apparently like barbecues and getting drunk and like you know mm-hmm. fucking bitches and all this other shit. You know, hitting that's what up, three days weekends hit, do. Pitting up girls to see if they came back from wherever they were. Of course, it was, it, all of them are coming back from school. They're ready. They're prime. They're you know they're ripe to go. As one of my coworkers politely put it, it's Fleet Week. Don't touch anybody. <laughs> it's a, the cuffing season is over, and it's more. What is it? Fucking season? No, it's. Oh, you single? Oh, you single? Okay. Oh, you single? Eggplant emoji. Eggplant emoji. Eggplant emoji. That's crazy. I've definitely done that. Wow! <laughs> wow! 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 So the stories about you are true? No, no, I'm kidding. It's not true. It's not true. Don't don't look at the stories. Yeah. Don't listen to Justin. He's don't listen asshole. to the chat. <laughs> don't, don't listen, listen to, to the chat. Don't listen to Justin. This nigga's an asshole. And then he's made everyone believe the story is true. And it's just like a terrible lie. You're a man who's become the myth and the legend I've now. I've become sudden sort of... It's, it's, You're an icon. I don't know, man. This shit is... You're weird. an icon for niggas in, like, in that... Apparently. Apparently. 
But you know, it's it's hot out. And <laughs> I guess um, I guess one of the things we can look forward to is that Gucci Man. Gucci Man Leflair is Gu-wop. back at home. He is free, and not less than twenty four hours after his release, we get new music. Yep. What was it called? It was called Free. First, first day out. First day out. The, the feds. Yeah. First day, first day out. The feds. Produced by Mike Will. Produced it by sounds Mike. like a beat Mike Will has been saving Dude. for literally two years. Yeah. Three years. It's just yeah. It doesn't sound like current Mike Will. Mm-hmm. I guess it doesn't have like the the. It's not as um. What's the word? Doesn't it's, have like the body behind like the, a strong like. Not to say that he's completely like this real like just super strong beat person, but it's like the elements that he's. Um, added. accustomed to usually like throwing over beats. Yeah. But, like, I feel like he did that specifically for Gucci Man because I feel like yeah. when they first started working together, there was a specific sound that they that they had right. and, and like it worked well for their chemistry. And you don't even know if Gucci's like, you know, he's a different man now. He's yeah, out, yeah. he's fucking 50 pounds lighter. This nigga got like fucking trapezius muscles and and the fucking all this other shit. Niggas literally, like, fucking... Ripped? Yeah. Yeah, I know. His face is wild, smaller than it it's used to be. Fucking like, crazy. even his voice doesn't carry the same weight now. No, nah, but I think it's a process. I don't know. He's been... Re- I feel like he's been recording stuff from jail anyway. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's a... He's got to get acclimated to everything. You know, he'll, he probably is deciding, nah, I'm going to pick the simple-ass beat. I ain't trying to do all this crazy shit. I know. I've been listening to all the Lil Yachty's and the Lil Uzi Vert's and all these other niggas. Nah, nah, nah. Been... Let me show you how this shit started. Let me show you how this shit is done, my friend. But, he's, you know. He's pretty much been a forefather for trap music. I mean, I mean Gucci Man, I don't Gucci know. Gucci Man, T-I-G-Z. When did it, when did his prominence first start? Nigga, his prominence, like his myth started really with him going back to jail. Really? Him going back to, like, going to jail, then going back to jail, then almost back. never getting, ja- like, out. Yeah. That's, a- that's really, like, the prominence of it. Because to people outside of, like, Atlanta, in Atlanta, I guess, like, he's sort of, like, an icon. Yes. What people look up to and, like, they wanted to start their own rap groups, their own crews and shit right. like Even that. more so than the Jeezys and the T.I.s. Yeah, because he, he, instead of reaching out to people outside of the culture, sure. he cultivated the culture. Right. He's the reason why a lot of these producers are up there, why a lot of these artists, like, Young Doug was on Young Brick Squad. Thug, of course, Waka was on Brick Squad. Right, it's just a, a lot I mean, of a lot of Atlanta. I mean, on ten eighty seven, there's more. You know, Mike Will made it. Is you Mike, know, yeah, two and chains, now he's a household name. All this other cool shit. So I mean, two chains was his own thing, but you know, I'm sure Gucci had some sort of. They cultivated that. He cult. He helped cultivate that culture. So it's like dope to see him back. Yeah, and I mean, I'm, I'll be interested to see if he gets any sort of. N- National nationwide sort of prominence. He had it briefly. Nigga, he's got worldwide. Like I know, but he had it like briefly. Like you remember that song with Usher? Like yeah. he had that song with Usher, and that was like you know radio smash that shit. But he's never really had like the entire ears of a nation. And maybe he doesn't want that because just maybe he niggas doesn't. just got too much. He can't even tour anyway. Like the niggas like on house arrest For right like, now. Yeah, he's so a, he'll be doing like local shows. If he, it's just crazy. I mean, he he went back in jail because yo he would sell out a strip club, nigga. I'm sure just for niggas to see guap. I'm sure he don't people even have to were talking about saving money for you know his coming home party, whenever that is. I'm mm. sure it's gonna be dangerous, but you know, <laughs> nah. 
You sure? Nah, that nigga's a patron saint now. Oh, there. that's true. That nigga will probably be like, oh, put the true. guns away, brother. Put the guns, I know, right? Put the guns. Converted to Islam. Converted, he got a kufi. Bean pie poppy over here. Like, something along those lines. It's crazy. The El Chapo of bean pies, nigga. <laughs> Fucking Gucci. Fuck man. slinging birds, we slinging pies. But yeah, you know, he's out here, he's dropping new music. The mixtape drops tonight. By the time this podcast Damn, comes nigga. Out, that's our... workflow, nigga. Nigga, <laughs> I don't know if Because we don't know like... if these are pre-recorded, pre-done songs or just like... Slinky. No idea, but it's new Gucci. All of it's new Gucci. And I'm sure it's like 20-something tracks or some shit like that. Please, nigga please let there it. be features. He's recording it right now as we're recording That's this. what I'm saying. It's going to be like side by side. And I'm like some... And while he's recording while someone is actually mixing it and mastering it live. <laughs> and just <laughs> nigga, like, uh. nigga, all I see is Zaytoven with like a back of wood in his mouth making the beat as he fucking raps. <laughs> it's fucking insane. But yeah. Get to work, Zay. Nigga just... It's crazy doing man. all this ragtime piano shit. It's crazy. You came, you came at a good time. The summer, oh, you know, summer, summer, new music. I know everyone's expecting it. So, mm-hmm. but also, you know, a uh, speaking of new music in the summer, uh-huh. this new all the way up remix. So oh, see how we shifted so, from Atlanta to New York. Yeah. So, I'm but sh- like real New York niggas, we always bring it back to New York. Of course, we're selfish. Of course. So um, the all the way up remix was announced earlier this week. Announced. Um, I already heard that shit. <laughs> announced. Suck my ass. It was announced earlier this week. I think they premiered it at Yankee Stadium or at, like it was crazy. Oh my god. It's something very New York of them. Like they they had Why they would were, oh, fucking it's got it's gotta be Fat Bronx, it's Fat yes, Joe's fault. Right. It's the I know it's, it's Fat Joe Rummy Ma, the Bronx French Montana. You know, um Yankee Stadium. It's 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 a thing. So it's it became an event. I guess not only in just hip, just New York City, but in hip hop in general. But I feel like predominantly New York City because, you know, Funkmaster Flex finally got one to just really just like bark at on the radio. He's like, "Your DJs," you know, the promos he cut um, oh as God. Charlemagne, you know, calls him Flex Hogan. Flex Hogan, yeah, <laughs> he as right. he calls him, cutting his, he right, cause cutting that his nigga, spirited promo because he really just hates niggas. Yeah, a little bit, just like Hogan. <laughs> So they True premiered story. it on Hot 97 during Funk. And, you know, I, I appreciate Flex for the not too much. Go ahead and appreciate him. Because of the I two sure hours. Don't. Why not? I mean, he's done got, a lot for the culture. He's done a lot for the culture, but right now what he, need, what he needs to do for the culture is step down and take an executive I position. I feel like you feel like everyone over 40 in hip-hop should it's be not, exterminated. It's not every... I feel like no, that's how you cause, feel. Because I don't feel that way about 2 chains. I don't feel that way about 2 chains. 30... I don't know. Maybe 30, 40. Touching forty, but I'm saying like maybe maybe the when you're south, doing southern the... niggas, you don't feel that. way. But you no. feel like every old. No, I feel that way about Jeezy. I feel like Jeezy needs to take a take a nap. I feel like every he needs to take a nap. All right, but anyway, it's just like you have to let like he doesn't like the young niggas. I know it for a fact because he, like he's always barking shit and talking shit about young DJs and up and coming DJs. Mm-hmm. So I don't really feel him on that. I don't understand how you could promote New York culture and not the the people that are the tastemakers now. I feel like, but he's still embedded in it. He's creating so much. Exactly. Moments. That's why I said executive position, mm-hmm. so he can shut the fuck up because he ruins a lot of shit for himself too by opening his know. stupid fucking mouth. Well, yeah. Fuck but, that Canadian nigga. Yeah. is a prime example of that. Well, you know what. Sometimes it's fuck Drake. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, a lot of times it's fuck Drake, but it's not sensible to say that when he's what one of the top artists. Of course, of course. You fucking but it is, dickhead. But they'll, they'll go back to him anyway. I don't know. It's it's weird. So they, the all the way up remix premiered on Hot ninety seven early this week. Funk, Funk Flex didn't really get to all the 
he didn't do the bait and switch thing where he's like he's playing music for two hours and then he eventually plays a song. He decided to pretty much just like get in, just jump right out the window, play the song, fucking play for the Why? Next two hours. Why? Why what? You want people to listen to, to you? Radio. Yes. Yeah. So you do your two hour, you do your little hour of music, and then you drop your hot shit, nigga. He probably did that. I mean, I know he played the song over. It wasn't like the Meek Mill sort of situation where he, where where he was, was like, stalling for the remix. Nigga was stalling for the remix. And was like, <laughs> Yo, the zippy share can't open fast yeah, enough. Yeah, <laughs> and nigga, was, and then when he finally got the song, he still played songs for two hours until we got that like horrible ass Undertaker ass fucking diss that's just like goes down in the. Why do, I don't want to say anus of history. The anus of history. Anus of history. Goes down in the anus of history. Of course. Goes you down. know. Um, Jay-Z decided, you know, he did what Jay-Z did. I don't think anyone nigga, expected less See, from, See, this is exactly more. what I expected him to do. He's going to show up and just skate. He's going to show up. He skates. He drops a little, you know. Um, skate on the fucking verse. A little bit of current thing. So he drops the lemonade references in there. Lemonade references. Uh, his daughter wearing chains like Tupac, apparently. Sure. And he, and he I was drops just a like, Prince, you know, reference and elevator reference. And, you know, he's just those little tiny things that, you know, you, you, you expect this from Jay at this point in his career. He's, he's all about... Um, I'm not sure... Not even like... He's not even here to impress niggas anymore. He's just here about like... What he can do to wow, or like you know, there's a little bit of social commentary. He knows the power that he has, and he knows the intrigue that has come with the events that's happened to him, and he takes advantage of it in mm-hmm. like half a bar or one bar. Yeah, or he just along those he lines. does like he was Drake's teacher at teasing things and yes. not addressing things directly. Of course, he was re- like that. That the is one. Part. That is one fucking like move right out of Hope's book of course. that Drake just took for himself. But he, he, even, I'm, I feel like he's always, he's the master of subliminals. He's just the master of just The like, cerebral assassin of yes, rap? of course. Triple H of rap. Um, Absolutely, nigga. <laughs> I'm 100%. When Absolutely. I had my if, if rappers or wrestlers thing on This Goes In, which no longer exists anymore. Um, but uh, when I had that, I definitely had Jay-Z as Triple H. It was just like, it just made sense. The, the guy who became... You know, who used his own power, who who left his own, you know, who sided, who, I guess, used his, um, used his team as a platform to continue to build himself up. Shades of DX. Mm-hmm. And then eventually he split from the team. He became all that he got made all this money, had all this success. And then he went executive and corporate. Kind of like Triple H. And then, you know, from time to time, he'll come back and you'll wield a sledgehammer. And maybe sometimes he'll be in good form. Maybe sometimes he won't be in good form. Yeah. Kind of like Triple H. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it is what it is. It's, I think it's a perfect Look girl. at that. Intersectionality. Right yes, there. yes. Like, everything learning. is wrestling. Everything is re- Not everything is wrestling. Not everything Niggas is, is bugging. Okay. All right. That article is bugging. I, I got to read it. I haven't finished reading it. It's a, it's, it's semi-cool. Okay. Um, but yeah, you know, Jay-Z, he came back, did his thing, did his little lines, you know, classic, not even classic Jay-Z, I wouldn't even go that far, just very con- contemporary hove, I don't know. Contemporary hove? Contemporary yeah, a little hove. more modern. Yeah, a little bit more modern. A little more modern. Less about the... Less about being less about bar, Less about being on beat, too. What is that about? Like, the dude just, like, totally, this great-ass beat that they have, and he just kind of just, like, does whatever the fuck he wants with it. I don't, I'm not, I don't appreciate it. Just, like... To get his lines out, that's that's some shit that Big Sean does too. Just like yeah, to make his lines fit. He yeah, and he just kilter. raps faster, but he raps faster and offbeat. And then niggas are like, oh, this is hard. And I'm like, it's also wild offbeat. So you know, shout out to that. Shout out to you know, rapping it's... offbeat like Silk the Shaka. 
<laughs> it's not like niggas like Thug and, and fucking Future who, but like, I even feel who like, like finesse and groove into the Yeah, game. you know, but you know, it is what it is. Jay-Z. I, I, I like what it does for New York City. I'm Absolutely. all for, you know, New York unity, empowering the city Actual of ours. Actual unity. Yes. So, and, and and this came like cuz Fat Joe and Jay-Z, this is believe it or not, like I didn't know they had some sort of thing. He wasn't letting that nigga in 4040 Club either. Who was the fucking who was fucking there from New York? Cam and Freaky Zeke can't go in. Fat Joe can't go in. Men's Bleak Serves bottles at forty forty. That's funny as shit. Nah, he's an um, executive, right? Yeah, yeah. But um, Good apparently, for him. Fat still, jo- they still like probably wearing do rags. They, though. I don't know if they squashed their beef or they're just like we're too old for this shit or something along those lines. Jay, I- let me tell you right now, man. You looking like a scrotum over there, my nigga. We are old, my nigga. <laughs> we're old. You can't do this anymore. Apparently, what would pun think? Well, he think, nah, nah we can't do know. this. I don't know. Um. <laughs> There's rumors about them, like, back in, like, the 90s of, like, smashing bottles over each other's heads and shit. First of all, I know Fat Fat Joe can take a fucking bottle to the head. At, like, at his mask, I know he can <laughs> right. take one. Right. But it would be much more obvious if he got hit in the head with a bottle with of his course. big-ass white milk dud head. And then there was the Rucker situation where Jay-Z forfeited this basketball tournament um, against Fat Joe's team at the Rucker. That's that line from Lean Back about the Rucker. Yeah, I don't want to talk about the Rucker. Right, right, right. Oh, you don't want to talk about it. And then, you know, Jay-Z referred to it slightly, subliminal line, of course, on a freestyle, a very, like, you know, very, you, I don't know. I'm not going to use a word because I don't know what it means. Um, ubiquitous? Sure. What are you going to use? I don't know. Ubiquitous? I don't know. Um, but, yeah, speaking from, I guess, one New York thing to another New York thing. Oh, gosh. You see how I'm linking all of this together? Like, I, I put it in All right, order. young segue. Yes. Um... So this well, had to be Wednesday. Irving Plaza. N- New York City. T.I. having a concert. And, you know, T.I.'s back. He's got the single Dope, mm-hmm. produced by Dr. Dre, samples Aaliyah. Um, so he's, Didn't understand it, he's, but okay. All right. He's in New York City. <laughs> he's in New York City, you know, prepping for a concert. And then, you know, mm-hmm. the concert never gets underway because there's a shooting at Irving Plaza. And, you know, unfortunately, one person was killed. Two people were very critically wounded. Um, and it just reminded me, the entire situation reminded me of the Puffy Shine mm-hmm. J-Lo sort of situation, just in terms of just like, you know, it's a place where people expect to enjoy themselves and you go to a concert or a club or something along those lines, expecting to enjoy yourself and like you pay for it, want to see these artists to entertain you. And then it's just like, this shit happens and everything goes bad. And, you know, it's, I think it's. Terrible for T.I. In yeah, an instant. I, felt, I felt bad for T.I. and the families of the people that, yeah. that had gotten families. injured. Definitely and the families as well. I, yeah. I, felt, I felt so offended. Like, I felt so... Yeah. It's... My mind was fucking blown when I got home and my dad was telling me about this. She's He's like, yo, somebody got shot at Irving Plaza. I'm like, F- like, what was going on at Irving Plaza? He's like, a rap show. A rap show. Apparently rap some guy fuck. named T.I. was there. Nah. I was like... <laughs> come on, Dad. All right, come on. You made to live your life. You made a little he bit. Don't, he uh, doesn't know who the fuck T.I. is. He doesn't know. All right. No, my dad does not know who half these fucking rappers are. When I had to uh. tra- explain who Troy Ave was, he's like, oh, is he popular? He's like, I was like, eh. <laughs> eh. 
Um, but um, yeah, but Ti. I felt I, so fucking bad. Son. His, his name is all over every yeah, and it just article it, like, and I know he didn't mean for. It's not like he started the problems or meant for any not. of these things to nah. happen because Ti is not a thug. Um, he had a lot of guns. This is the, the, the reason I feel bad is just because of his like his history also with a lot of artillery. But that shit was not his. I well not well. A lot of the shit right, was well, not it his. Wasn't his. Uh, apparently, as I'm saying, I'm apparently, saying, I'm saying it on wax. It he's a nice. His. He's a nice guy. It he's wasn't nice his, guy, and it's apparently know, his security guards. Quote air quotes. He air quotes. felt <laughs> like at the point where you know his um his bodyguard, his best friend Phil, was shot and killed. He felt like he needed to have protection, is what he said. So you know, reasonable. He you know got an entire fucking squadron of you know. Guns, I know rocket there's, launchers. There and is Uzis a there's an, there's a mini gun on that tour bus. My <laughs> nigga. There was a mini gun, and that's like one of those big fucking Call of Duty turrets. Yeah, like I'm talking about this shit fires rapid rounds. Like this could take down an elephant. That's fucking hilarious. anyway. Um, but, but you know it's and then you know T I don't need that. You don't he need just needs to call Gucci and apologize. So the following, <laughs> <laughs> he just needs to call Gucci and apologize. The following day, Commissioner Brand of you know the NYPD. <sighs> Decided to hold a press conference regarding this. The fucking fucking dickhead McGee over there. Yes, yeah, sixty-year-old, out of touch, and never probably been in a club with black people in his life. No, um, probably not. Um, decided, you know, to say this happened at this rap concert, and basically rappers are thugs because rappers perpetuate this violent lifestyle where they're, you know, they talk about women badly. And, you know, they come from drugs and guns and all this other shit. You know, just old. And you know. no one will ask this old nigga to apologize. No. Nope. No. Nope. Because, you know. Because this is a culture that perpetuates violence, apparently. Apparently. Fucking bugging. Um, you know, NYPD killed a couple people. Um, yeah. I mean, those are thugs. Tis what it is, but. Thugs with fancy uniforms. Of course. But, you know, it is what it is. He, he, he said everything. Some people, a lot of people took offense to it. I take offense to it as someone, especially as, like, someone who's obviously not in tune with any of the culture, doesn't know that, you know, rap is actually... A much broader genre. Yeah, with much and it didn't more... even start violently, you know what no, I'm saying? No, it started as an escape from violence. Yes, so it's just like... Just as most music cultures in any inner city do. You kind of want to just dismiss it. And then it was announced later that afternoon, or revealed later that afternoon, that Troy Ave, rapper Troy Ave, Brooklyn's Troy Ave, from Troy Ave, Troy Ave, um, Fuck that nigga. was involved within the shooting, and the yeah, video he... came out of him holding the motherfucking gun, holding the gun, fucking, and shooting the gun. Wow. He also shot himself in the leg. Apparently. Uh, um, allegedly. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. For, first of all, first of all, all star piece of shit, Troy Ave. Yes. Like, he's winning in, like, the, the ancient decathlon right feel, now. yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it sucks for anyone to go to jail, but at the same time, it's just kind of like karma, because he's just very, he's been very, like, a dickhead towards everything. Like, or very much the model dickhead. <laughs> like, the, like, the, it flip, I flip open the Encyclopedia Britannica. Sure. And look under the D section for dickhead. And there And it there is. it is. Troy Ab with that stupid-ass swerve line in his head. But it's just like, come on, man. You, the, over the past, you, you, you've, um, you violently threatened or violently assaulted journalists. You've, um, 
you've made light of um, people who have committed suicide. Mm-hmm. You have done a whole lot of things. Talking about pressing Chance the Rapper. Probably right. the most positive nigga in overall since I don't even know who. So now, you know, you're on camera. You're holding the gun. You're shooting the gun. People die. And, you know, it's looking very slow for, you know, Major without a deal, too. <laughs> major with no deal. Right. Um, but, you know, it, it's... I don't know what this it's it's this entire situation is going to make for a shitty summer in New York City. Absolutely. If you're a rap fan. Not even just a rap fan, just like as people of color cuz like now places are getting shut down. Like recently I found out that the Delancey isn't having events with like with like any group that's going to involve people of color in them. Right. Like they're trying to far shy away from that because of like fights that happen at bars. Events that are supposed to happen over the weekend featuring rap concerts have pretty much are not going to feature rap anymore. I'll, maybe I'll tell you that off air. But just like a lot of things that you know, there's supposed to be surprise guests at some, you know, the uh, the Henny Palooza, and it mm-hmm. may not happen anymore. Um, it's just a lot. It's a lot, and it's it sucks for an entire city. It sucks for rap culture, hip hop culture in general, just to be perceived in this way. Mm-hmm. Um, the hip hop police was something that I remember from like 2002, 2003. When that shooting of Jam Master J happened, mm-hmm. and then they would just really just like start showing up at a lot of concerts, they were questioning a lot of hip hop stars, they were just doing a lot of things. It was very much so a nuisance in the city, and I feel like we were, while it wasn't totally alleviated, it was just starting to get, I guess, more alleviated. I think things were a lot less, you know, pressed about it, but now it's gonna be, I, I have no idea, but you know, um, yeah. I'm hoping it just, you know, it doesn't affect you know, the city too much. Because New York City is a great place to be in the summer. Hell yeah. Just for, like, free shit, for dope shit, mm-hmm. for mad shit that happens, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, it's so it's it's slow for everybody. Um, I guess our condolences with the people mm-hmm. who are affected by this and the families that families. have lost and friends that have lost um, in that night. Um, m- I'm hoping to see, you know, eventually T.I.'s, you know, thoughts and or i'm pretty sure he's gonna make a donation to the families or start up a fund of some sort 50 cent visited one of the women who were shot i was like oh that was random and very 50 cent of you um um 50 cent is an asshole but he's all about <laughs> like philanthropy so that's why i like 50 cent of course i heard he's on i've heard there's rumors that he's on another all the way up remix Really? Oh, Fab and apparently Jada oh, have one. <laughs> no, Fab and Meek have one. Fab and, oh. Meek Mill, oh. you know, continues to go All the way down. Oh, you didn't deserve that. Um, um, nah, Fab and, Fab and Meek Mill together it might go all the way down. Really? <laughs> I don't know. Um, let's see. All right, I have no more segues. Um, There's a hard <laughs> segue. Um, Billboard Awards were terrible. And oh, you know I don't want to watch the award course. shows anymore. Um, because I don't give a fuck about the music that they put on award shows. You know, Billboard, I have a lot of cool friends who look, work at Billboard. I, you know, tend to... I've, you know, written for Billboard. I had the opportunity, you know, to write for Billboard. But, you know, sometimes the... It's just like, it doesn't sync well with the culture. And then it's like people... It's very mm-hmm. narrow, very just like... There's no hip hop representation, and the hip hop res- representation is there. It's not very good. Nope. There's just like there's no culture to any of these sort of award shows. So there's no like, you know, 
There's no performances you want to see. And then when they do, they decide, hey, you know what? We're going to do a tribute to Prince. But you know who's going to do the tribute to Prince? Madonna. Ha! And it's just like, ha! really? Ha! Madonna, who has never, who has not sung a good note in that I can remember ever <laughs> in life. First of all, Prince is somewhere in heaven rolling his purple eyelids. Prince <laughs> Prince hated Madonna. I don't know if he hated Madonna, but he disliked Madonna. He did not Madonna. give a shit about Madonna. He did not because she's just... Dick rider of the century. Right. Prince, Essentially. Prince gave a fuck about the authentic artists and the artists that right. were out there grinding. Right. Like, if Prince never showed you any favor, son, it's because he did not give a fuck about you. Absolutely. You, so I'm, he was the most. He was one of the most honest niggas in music. So apparently, you know, they have Madonna out there. She does, like, nothing compares to you. And, you know, they drag Stevie Wonder out there. Poor Stevie Wonder. Poor Stevie Wonder didn't know where the fuck he was. I, I feel like... You know, I feel like Stevie needs better management because <laughs> they literally be trying him out on stage for everything ever with anybody. Like a couple of years ago, he performed with the Jonas Brothers. What the fuck? Is he he got the Samuel the Jackson contract. The fucking. I remember, yeah, I'll try it. I remember <laughs> it was like MTV Movie Awards like 2000 or 1999 mm-hmm. or something. And he performed with Will Smith, the Wild Wild West song. And they fucking left Stevie on stage. And like. <laughs> And like, so no one. They cut the break. They cut the break, and the nigga was like still on stage after everyone had left. And I was like, no one's gonna get this nigga. (laughs) No one's gonna tell him that his hairline like starts like Uh, way back there. Nigga, he knows. He can feel it. Nigga, he can feel the weight of his dread snapping. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Stevie. Oh man, Stevie's a legend, man. I know he would shave his head. If he could really, like, just, see the problem. Right. Like, he know. can feel it, but he can't Ooh, see it's, it. Ain't it cold outside you guys? It's just cold. Ooh. It's cold. It's just a brisk. Yo, baby, put my visor on. Yeah. Put it up right, <laughs> right here. Right here, baby. Fucking insane. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Why do they be trying that man on stage? So, Madonna trots him on stage. They do Purple Rain <sighs> as a duet. You know, <sighs> as if it was the only, you know, Prince song ever. But, you know. They always treat it like the only what it is. song ever. So, BT right after decides they, they're going to promo the BET Awards. So shortly after the Billboard Music Awards, mm-hmm. BET tweets this promo with Prince, you know, Purple Rain drops dropping in the, in, the, in the promo. And towards the last few seconds of it, it says, yes, we saw that. Don't worry. We got you. So I don't know who's on BET's, I guess, social media media, but, you know, shout out to them. Because we need this sort Kid of... Fury. <laughs> that shit was what... Like, it's got to be somebody with, like, enough shade power. Right, because we need... If this turns out to be some sort of award show battle of, like, who can have the best show, I'm all for it. Because all of you guys are tying for last for sucking as <laughs> Yo, the same amount. This like, man, this man, to, this man to my left is 100% right. <laughs> I have not watched award shows in a millennium. I like the BET Awards because there's some sort of semblance of culture on that show. Nah, they roastable. So they, they, they are they roastable. are lovably no, roastable. I, I will I will they listen are lovingly before every roast. BT Awards. There's going to be at happily least three or five memes. I charge my phone. I have my thing charger because these tweets are getting off, and I'm getting all this you know engagement and all this other cool shit that you. get. Oh, now me. I have my computer and my phone fully charged. And for I live when I used to blog it, I used to hate it because like I wouldn't have time to tweet because I had to put up the performances, and then if something major happens, I had to post about that. Now I get to tweet about all the bullshit that's happened, and you know it's, it's come to the point where BT 
has seen that over the years because they've become top trend. They like not all the trends, and now they're just taking advantage of it, which is something like what this happened. So I mean, I'm a fan of the BET Awards because mm-hmm. it's been good for the past couple of years. They usually have culture with them, so it's like you get a semblance of like you get what they're doing. You get a semblance of nostalgia. You get a semblance of like honor. You know all these other feelings that you don't get with like MTV Awards, where it's just like you feel utter shame. For yeah. Robin Thicke grinding on Miley Cyrus. Nah, it's like one big poop suit. joke. Yeah, it's one, one big, big poop, poop joke. joke. And it's like, I don't even know it what... It feels so sophomoric. And, you know... And sad. Actually, shout out to BET, because they've been, like... They've been stepping up with their programming. They have this one show called Inside the Label, which I've been watching. Because I'm a music fan. I want to know all the ins and outs of, like, label shit and stuff. So, it's like a one-hour documentary every week about random labels. Two mm-hmm. weeks ago, they did Uptown Records. Oh, that's um, tough. And last week, they just did... This week, they just did Grand Hustle. I'm not sure what's next, but that's they have, like... Cool. They have, like, Bad Boy and Death Row oh, and, like, all these that's other... That's dope. That's dope. Like, in, ter- like in their golden eras and shit Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. So, they go... I mean, they could still do Grand Hustle now, but yeah, they go over. Yeah, they go over the history. So, like, Grand Hustle started with when Ti was on Columbia Records and blah blah blah, and then it ended along the lines of like you know the Iggy Azalea Bobs of the world and et cetera, et cetera. So, and it you know captured all his success in between that. But it's a it's a, it's a good. So they're going back to that sort of programming. I heard MTV's going back to some music more music oriented programming. No way! Music yes. television's gonna have music television again. <laughs> what? Because the all fuck? their other shows are failing terribly. Catfish no one watches anymore. Yeah, because they're gonna run out of fake shit to tell people. The the, the teen moms. It's like how much more can you prostitute all these mothers? Yeah, no, like for, teen, for for like for like Similac money. Yeah, because <laughs> I know they don't pay them like crazy money, and they do the shit out of them yeah so it's just like in you know real world's on its 31st season like no one watches it unfortunately i used to love the real world i don't watch anymore because it became less of a social experiment more of like you know bullshittery but um it is what it is so you know everything's moving back forward towards music and i i I can dig that but you know i'm looking forward to bt awards see what you guys do with prince don't fuck it up um let's see we've had very few music over the last two weeks we had this Ariana Grande album. Ariana likes it Grande, apparently. <laughs> um, that song was Future and I'm the Flip Flops. <laughs> Ariana likes it. Oh, God, please no. We had much more important things to talk to sure. about instead of Ariana likes it Grande. Make that like a hashtag underneath. All right. Um, apparently, apparently, Future giving her that dick said. So. He gave her one word and charged her for it, which is fine. <laughs> That so, shit is fire. It's it's a great song. I think it's a great song. People aren't really happy of it because it's just like, it's like the least amount of future ever. And it's just like. Yeah, on a song that features future. Usually future makes the song or makes it his. Right. Um. So Ariana Grande decided to release her album called Dangerous Woman. Um. You know, she's out of the, I guess, the. The, the pop stage. The pop stage and more into, you know, I'm embracing my sexy side. Um, here's me grinding on a couple guys. Here's me, you know, promoting, you know, how strong I am as a woman, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, in terms of the album, I'd say it, it's she still hasn't found a distinct sound that she can mm-hmm. run with. I mean, her voice is distinct. It's just her that, voice is incredible. She yeah, has great. She's range. just not working with the right. I feel like producers and songwriters. I feel like she could go retro vibe, but she doesn't want to necessarily do that because I think her voice caters towards that. 
but you know there's more money in these like pop records and stuff like that like the like her on the last album she had break fury featuring zed and like you know problem featuring azalea and yeah Gilera. um she's very much in like in between her yeah like she's trying to stay in between that like that like urban lane but right. like also in that pop lane right so and i feel a- like that doesn't 100 percent work for her it doesn't just considering how much actual talent she has singing. Mm-hmm. So she's very she's a gifted vocalist, I believe. But it's just like the songs don't really match up to any. The songs don't last. They're gonna be. T- <laughs> what are you? Sorry, like? sorry. I clicked Future's name on the Ariana Grande feature, and it looked it like. You see Future's, like, real name, and then I see, like, also known as, and it says, Future Hendrix and Meathead. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, who calls him that, Sierra? No. She'd probably be like, this nigga, Meathead. Fucking Wikipedia. Yeah, I know. She, she probably... Sierra's editing his Wikipedia page, and he doesn't pay his child support in his personal life and shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny Motherfucking Meathead. Yeah, I don't know. She's got... She's got the only like strong feature on this is actually the Macy Gray one, which is which like, is amazing because I was like, yo, where did she find her? Like behind the Ma- dumpsters at Nickelodeon, <laughs> where they left her after the "Told by Ginger" like theme song was oh made. Oh my god! Because it's like, when's the last time you heard the name Macy Motherfucking Gray? I don't remember. I remember she had a song like seven years. Yeah, ago. Yeah, the video where she was on the fucking bus. No, that was like. 15 years ago. That's so crazy. Um, and the only reason I remember that song is because they had the Waynes Brothers host the MTV Music Awards for some reason. Like, they and they thought, parried that bit? They parried they it. Parried that like, shit? they parried her afro, and then, like, Marlon lifts up his dress, and it's, like, an afro down there. And it's, <laughs> it is just, like, it's just fucking crazy. So, you know, MTV made the mistake, and now the Wayne's brother has have never been allowed on MTV again. They'll be cool. okay. Yeah. No, they've they're, been fine. They're still rich. They're still, they're still rich. There's still, like, 8 million of them. Some, one of them will end up on MTV somehow, working there, something along those lines. Um, Ariana Grande, Dangerous Woman. Um, it's an okay album. I'll give it that. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not bad at all. There's, a, there's joints on here. There's strong pop joints on here. Um, the side to side featuring Nicki Minaj is kind of questionable considering like, you know, she, I have no idea where Ariana Grande is getting these reggae tings vibes from. But. Ariana Grande, you know what it is? She getting, she getting whispers of these niggas, but it's mostly like, most likely like, um, I don't even know. Just a songwriter. I got to see who wrote that song. Ariana Grande, Dangerous Woman album. Dangerous Woman, I think is a good single. For her, just because it's just like it's different, it's, it sounds good, it sounds empowering, it's like Christina Aguilera-esque, um, which is fine for, you know, this point of her career, because she just want to establish her vocals. I think the album's pretty solid. Um, Who produced Side to Side? Oh, look at it. It's, was it Max Martin? Mm-hmm. Probably. Um, I think he was, he must have been the executive producer on this. No. Yes, he was. See? Look, Max Martin. Um... Let's see. Not a lot of not a besides Max Martin. I think she. I, yeah, I guess this is mostly Max Martin on this entire thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe she needs to just you know. I think she needs to step out the box. Yeah, I think this is more of she a wanna, money making. She want to go to the streets. She needs some sunny digital and some metro motherfucking booming. Oh man, you know that's I don't know. I feel like it'll come later in her life when yeah. she realizes just like yo, this shit isn't working out. Time for me to do some ratchet shit. You know, let me pop this pussy on a handstand, some shit <laughs> like that. Um. 
in her fucking underoos. If I'd rate this album, I'd give it like a three, three out of five. Oh, you're nice. I'd give it like a two point five. Nah. Like I wasn't like really rocking with this album, nor will I ever play it again. Of course not. I'm surprised you played it the first time. I, I played it the first time because you asked, uh, nigga. Yes. And if you so- ask in advance, I can play them. At the last minute, I will not listen to this. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um. Also, release A Marie Drive last week. What? I love A Marie. You didn't tell me this. Um, it was on the it was on the sheet. It was on the sh- it was on the sheet that, that I, I sent got... you two hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> but listen, it's like a twenty minute EP. It's like twenty minutes. It's like twenty minutes. It's... Yeah, but to truly digest those twenty minutes of music, listen, you get the gist of it. So it's like you know, it's A Marie. She's doing her thing. She's back. She has an extra I in her name. Um, what? How'd that happen? It happened a number of years ago. She just decided she wanted to add an extra eye. What is this? Is worse than when Jay Z dropped the hyphen. Now I get confused writing his name. Yeah, I know. So you know, she's got she's got the joints for the spring. She's got the good feeling records. She actually, let's see, she actually just she found this nigga in the dumpster too. No, she just actually posted a phone number on Instagram. So I feel like oh, she wants me to call her. I want to call her right now. Yo, call her right now. All right, so you got Wi-Fi calling, right? Yes, I do. Let's see. So we're gonna call A Marie. She posted her number on the on the thing. I don't think that's her real number. Nah, Hello, she said this is the A Marie fan hotline. Listen, if you want nudes with my panties off, <laughs> press three nine. That's funny as fuck. Nudes with the panties still on, just press nine. <laughs> oh man, you you ever laugh so hard you fart? <laughs> Yo, no. That didn't happen just now, but it happened. Yo, actually. Don't in, talk about this on the podcast. In the gym, I was doing. Oh, my God. In the gym, I was doing sit-ups on the, like. You are disgusting. The angled fucking thing. And then, like. In your gym singlet? Yeah. <laughs> I farted. And then I was like, well, time to go. <laughs> oh, man. You're fucking stupid. Yo, that shit was so crazy. I'm going to call Avery right now. Um. What if Pretty Ricky just plays in the background while you're calling? <laughs> like, that's the, that, that's the, like, dial tone. Let's see. There's a number on Instagram. Hey, this is A-Marie. Don't leave a message. Text me instead. Bye. It's a Google Voice. Oh, Jesus Christ, A-Marie, come on! It's a Google Voice. All right, so this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to text A-Marie. Let me see you in y- your drawers. Yes. So I'm going to text her. You're going to text her that? Don't do that. No. Because she has her number. I'm older. You're not going to text her that. Oh, Listen, okay. I'm just, I'm, I'm classy over here. Let's see. First, I'm going to save her number in my phone and act like I know A-Marie. <laughs> two eyes or one single eye? <laughs> one eye. I don't fuck with that two eye shit. Um, Cyclops. Let's see. I'm going to text her right now. Hey. Let's see. What should I say? This must be how women women feel when they text the same time first. Should I put hey with two Y's? I want to know I'm interested. Hey with three Y's and an eggplant. <laughs> so she know you scum. Should I say what's good, eh, Marie? Hey, what's up? Oh, yeah, go ahead. What's good? Go ahead, because I feel like she's going to say hi. She's probably This is probably literally a Google Voice number on, where she has calling disabled and shit like that. About we were doing a podcast talking about your EP Drive, which we are fans of. Me and don't put my name in there. Meals and co-host. 
co-host and co-host. Um, please text me back. All right, you know it's in God's hands now. Um, in God's hands, more like your service provider's hands. Sure, it just if it reaches that far. Um, but yeah, I don't know. A Marie dropped this new this new tune. So if you like A Marie, or if you just trying to say, hey, I remember her. She was one thing, right? And why don't we fall in love? And had those like short ass shorts that showed over her legs and all that booty mm-hmm. and shit all like that. So still do. Oh wait, we got an auto response. Yes. Hi, you came up as an unknown contact, so add yourself to my phone book, and I'll lock you in. This is a scam. This isn't a Marie at all. This is a Nigerian prince. This is a Nigerian prince. <laughs> Written all over it. Oh, my God. What am I doing here? Hello, I am a Marie. I need $1,000. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's like some white automated voice telling hi you. Hi there. Thanks for reaching out. I won't scam. send you a million texts, but I'll keep you updated with the late. Ah, this is a damn newsletter via text. Yeah. I'm so disappointed, Amory, but I still love you. Stop scamming me. Um, but then again, it's 2016, and what is it? Scam is life. Scam is life. Scam is life. If you, um, First of all, if you cannot finesse, you will not survive. You will not survive. So, um, yeah, I mean, I guess this is... This is the end of the conventional Two Belts podcast. It is time. It's time for wrestling. It's time for wrestling, pussies. So, so if you don't, yeah, if you don't, if like, you wrestling, don't like wrestling, you are free you to tune out. You can turn this motherfucker right Actually, the go fuck listen to up. our old episodes, especially the one last week, Spanking New Music, which I worked yeah. hard on that cover art for like literally an hour. Really? Yeah, I literally spent. I really thought you just pulled up the image. No, and because then, like, all the images are from like 2001. Yeah, yeah, no, I thought you pulled up the image and then like glossed over it with like a new sort of Photoshop gleam. Every part of that was custom made I'm, oh. from scratch. Oh, you like the nigga that airbrushed t-shirts when niggas die. <laughs> every part of that I made. So make sure you go listen to it at Eric on it. Um, Shout out to Eric from Ill Roots. Thank you, Eric G. Yes, and he's been promoting the episode crazy. Yes, much love. We uh, we like when our guests promote the episode. Yeah, <laughs> and you can be a guest too if you actually promote episodes. So. Yes, so it is what it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're gonna talk about wrestling now. So thanks for listening, those who don't like wrestling and want to tune out. Anyway, those who do like wrestling, it's fucking lit. Yes, it is super lit. It is super lit. It is the summer of the return of CrossFit Jesus. Return of CrossFit Jesus, Seth Rollins at Extreme Rules last week Sunday. Um, about fucking time. Research, redo, resurge, reslap your bitch. <laughs> God, like you know what? Mad what the game's words. been missing. Ma- definitely, he's what the game's been missing. Not Joel Santana, Seth Rollins, like fucking. The amount of like great Wells Rollins, right? And and I'm surprised because you know what? For the last couple of weeks, for the last couple of months, actually, WWE hasn't been terribly bad. It hasn't. It has been but actually been, very manageable. It's been manageable, but it's been crawling at, at like at like an impatient pace because you want that buildup of those right, stars. Right. I attribute all of it being good, well, at least most of it being good, to AJ Styles. Because I feel like him just entering the company, it opened up a lot of fresh new matches, opened mm-hmm. up a lot of fresh new concepts. They have the Bullet Club, you know, f- you know, storyline. The the, oh, sorry, the club, which is a horrible name, right? They but, have the club, like especially for merchandise. You're not gonna send me a shirt that says the club on yeah, it, yeah. And I'm not gonna just buy a yeah. shirt that says the club. Nonetheless, they had that, you know, that sort of a uh, feud going on. 
things going on like that. It's been very intriguing and intertwined with the Roman Reigns feud. And you're also not going to sell me a group called the Bloodline. Yes. You know. Oh, Crip. You know, that's something. <laughs> that's funny as shit. Um, um, nonetheless, Extreme Rules. How do you feel about the... Did you watch it? Yeah, I got to watch Extreme Rules. Um, it was pretty cool. Uh, the parts that were cool right. were cool. Right. The parts that were bad... Were terrible. Were terrible. Um, um, one thing that I will say is I loved the concept of the Ambrose-Jericho match. Did but, you? But it's like... Like, they, they dragged that horse on for way Man, too long. I knew... If they would have just strapped like the weapons within the cage instead of having them get on the cage where they could easily escape from. So here's here's how I feel about that cage match. Yeah. You have a when you take normal stipulations and then you decide you want to jazz it up a bit more, like it's good the way it is. Mm-hmm. You know, the wheel is good the way it is. When you add other shit on the wheel, mm-hmm. Like when you make that shit square and put rims on that heavy ass rims on the bitch, something along those lines, you kind of fuck it up. Mm -hmm. You make it very, very tacky. Mm -hmm. The Asylum match was the tackiest match I've ever seen since that Punjabi prison shit. Oh my god, can we not talk about that nigga's career? You're not going to talk about the nigga who could not lock his knees for (laughs) (laughs) lock. (laughs) He could only lock his knees. Actually, his knees didn't bend. His knees never bent. He jumps over the ropes. This nigga made out of bamboo. Um. <laughs> but it's just like he's just uh, it's just they try to jazz it up I understood what they're going for it just didn't work I would have been fine with the cage match even though I wouldn't have thought that would have been great either yeah for either um, personality a simple hardcore it just rules makes match it, like TNA does that all the time like the King of the Mountain match for one reason just makes no sense I don't even remember the rules but I remember it's like you had to go put something on a ladder or something along those lines wait this is a match where you have to put something up you have to instead of taking something down. It's a down. reverse ladder match. I think it's like King of the Mountain match. It's like some sort of match where it's just like it starts on the outside. Um, five competitors start as ineligible to win. In order to be eligible, a wrestler must score. See, it's already way too complicated. First of all, the the idea that you have to score anything in a match that's not an Iron Man match already throws me off. Hold on, let's see. The King of the Mountain is. All right, yes. The King of the Mountain is considered a backwards in nature to the ladder match as the competitors attempt to hang the belt instead of retrieving it. Honestly, this they would have been better with, like, a 30-minute Iron Man match if they really wanted to drag this in. I don't this, Yeah, but, you drag know. Drag the puppy, <laughs> like, along the fucking asphalt with this one. Um, I feel like Ambrose and Jericho did the best that they could. Yeah. Um, I feel like any time... I think people are giving Ambrose a hard time just because this match wasn't good. Um, I feel like they shouldn't. I feel, I feel like, like they shouldn't. Po- it's, it's just the, ma- it's it's the just concept not, itself. Yeah, it's not like a stipulation I would want to see him in. Yeah, it's the concept himself. He's Once not he, one of those supremely athletic wrestlers. Nah, he's not, it's not a like, wrestler's wrestler, for instance. He's always been actually like... He's just been decent. He's never been a wrestler's wrestler. He's not whipping out like suplexes and all this other shit. Yeah, he's not like an extra technique guy. You right. Know? He's, he he does what he can when he can, and then it's just like I th- I felt like just the match just crippled him entirely, um, which was good on the card was that fatal four really you know match was which is immediately a match of the year candidate mm-hmm. between Cesaro, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Best and the Miz. Fatal four I've seen in a very long time. It's so good in the history of fatal four ways. It goes down in history. I like and that one. It, it makes you sit there and wonder why none of these guys are at the top. 
they're they're heading. I mean, it's you, a slow build. You understand why certain ones aren't right. It's a, it's a, it's a slow build, but nonetheless, it's like it's talk about a match that had all the elements to it that made and it's a perfect setup for whatever they want to do in the summer. Right. It it it, it extended the Kevin Owens Sami Zayn feud. To me, believe it or not, it made Cesaro look like a star. Mm-hmm. Just considering the how level. much things that he did in that match, how many finishers he kicked out of in that match. He took pretty much everyone's finish and still... Still managed to kick out. Still managed to, you know, fight despite, you know, being hindered from time to time. And then The Miz won. And even The Miz, at points in this match, looked really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a Miz fan. No one I know else you is. are. I know you are. It's, it's, a, it's a terrible life, but, you know, it's a lonely life I have to it's live. It's like being a Mets fan. Sure. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I I think it was an incredible match. Over four stars. I don't even rate matches like that, but it's just nah, like a, nah, this is this is definitely a like contender for like one of the best matches I've seen thus far. Right, and between that and probably for WWE, I I say probably between that and like Zayn Nakamura. Zayn, yeah, yeah, I'd say between that. Um, there was another good match. I thought it was a good match. The New Day versus the Vaude Villains match. I thought that was pretty. That was good. a really creative match. Yeah. but it this like sitting there watching all that camp. It's like it like boggles my mind. Because you got to think about it. Like we came from like an era where it's like, I don't know, tag teams didn't look like this. Sure. When we were growing up, of course. Well, no, that's not true. Remember the smoking guns? Yes, I do. Bart Gun and Billy Gun. Yeah, but we never see like, like super camp tag teams in like the title division. Right, right, right. So it's not overly gimmicky. Yeah. But like I, I like the Vault villains, and the, and the reason I like, I think they're good as a tag team. Mm-hmm. First of all, they have good chemistry. Um, I think their gimmick. I was always questionable on how their gimmick would transition. Transition on TV. Mm-hmm. I feel now it's less of a gimmick and more of just a look. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is going in the right direction for them because I think you do establish them as real people. They're not literally people from the 20s and 40s. Mm-hmm, They're just they, people, I guess. Because they definitely would have, like, I don't know, thrown bottles at the right, New Day. Right, right. So I think they're just people who appreciate that culture, but they still sort of, you know, move forward with that. But I, I like that tag team match. I feel like they don't really appreciate Like, when we're not looking, they're probably, sure. like, regular-ass, bunhead-ass. Well, niggas. you know, actually, you know, um, Aiden English, the yeah. tall, pale dude, he's married to Vicky Guerrero's daughter. Oh. Yeah. Raquel Diaz. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Can we see her? Like, like I, I heard she was pretty decent. Yeah, she's not bad. Not a bad wrestler. I don't, why oh. did I hit that? Um, Shaw Guerrero. Yeah. Um, That's her real name. No, not a decent wrestler, just like decent, like, to look at. <laughs> Once the glow up happened. What could, glow up? I don't know. The FCW pictures versus, like, the Instagram pictures. Oh, my God. Yeah, things like that. Um, but, you know. Eddie's somewhere in heaven, like, no. <laughs> at that last picture. Yes. No. Uh, <laughs> not my daughter. No. Um, how do you feel about, how did you feel about the main event, Roman Reigns versus AJ Styles? Very well finessed. Very well finessed. Very well finessed. I felt like the only part of that match that um, I disliked was the ending. Just because I felt like they could have made AJ look stronger, not just like look like an idiot. The nigga just stood there and waited for him to get up and then walked right into a spear. Um, and ah, I just ah. felt like they could It's supposed to be a surprise, my nigga. Yeah, but I felt like he could have... But like, that's not AJ's fault. Because you got to... 
you got to think about it. He's got to wait for this nigga to get up. Right. To sell this to sell this move. So it's like he gets up and then they go into the spear. There's a bit of distance, so you know he's probably going to get hit. I thought I thought he was going to get grabbed, put into a Samoan drop, right. kick out of the pin, and then, like, I don't know. But I knew the title was not changing hands that night. Yeah, but I felt like it could have been more, like, more of a struggle at least. I just mm-hmm. felt like it was such, like, a typical... It was just, like, one shot and one one and done. Just, like, he never even kicked out the spear. I'm sure, like, Reigns kicked out of the forearm or something along those lines. But In, was, like, the original booking? Yeah. If, if the forearm was supposed to come down? Something along... He kicked out of the Styles Clash, definitely, but, you know. We, we knew he was going to kick out. You don't... First of all, a nigga that big as champion... Right. Gets to kick out of like certain of finishes. Course, of course, of course. It's just it's just one of those laws in wrestling. It is what it is. He wasn't gonna get finished by the Styles and Clash. Seth Rollins return pedigreed him. I still hate the pedigree on Seth Rollins. Yeah, I, I do want too. the curb stomp back. Not but. even the curb stomp. Just something so definitively Seth Rollins. Um, I don't know. Do a super kick something, bro. I don't know. Figure it out. Figure it out. Do the twist. The of shining fate. wizard. Do the. T- sh- Xavier Woods has a shining wizard now. He, oh yeah, he does, but I don't like. His I don't know. Do the twist of fate. I don't know. The I don't twist like of fate. Yeah, do, do the vertebrae, nigga. Yeah, niggas, do something cool. Like, do some shit that's gonna make me go shit. That yeah. nigga came to kill, niggas. God damn, something along those lines. Um, let's see. What else did we have here? So uh, apparently, NXT. Wait, well, the end. The end. NXT. The end. So we've, they've got the main event settled. It's gonna be Finn Balor versus Samoa Joe. I guess four. Um since the third one happened on the house show where the title changed hands. So Samoa Joe is now NXT champion. Mm-hmm. Um, Finn Balor will be challenging him on June 8th for the NXT championship inside of a steel cage match, NXT's first ever steel cage match. Um, normally I hate steel cage matches in WWE now because they're just so very, very... Nah, but w- between those two athletes, I yes. think it's going, it's to, going be, to be incredible. It's going to be incredible. The cage matches in WWE are so cliche now. Because if you don't have one wrestler that's going to be very athletic and give you, like, over-the-top cells and moves and stuff, the cage isn't going to look that threatening or even that fucking important. I also feel like we're in this era where it's just, like, the violence level has been significantly, like, nerfed. Mm-hmm. There's no blood. Like, there's no blood in a cage match. Like, really? Like, how are you supposed... Like, this is a cage match. Very it's a rarely. weapon around you. Like, yeah. Um, you get so it's like you don't really get to use the cage. You don't get to rake anybody's face against the cage. Mm-hmm. You don't get to throw anybody against the cage. If someone you bleeds... Don't go to, you don't get to do hard Irish whips against the cage. Right. They they bled in the last match, and they had to spend mad time putting Vaseline on Samoa Joe's head and shit to stop the bleeding. That nigga didn't give one shit. But, you know, it is what it is. It kind of ruined the match, actually. Um, yeah. What else do they have on the card? They have American Alpha versus The Revival, which mm-hmm. was a great match from their last encounter in Dallas. Um, they have Shinsuke Nakamura versus Austin Aries. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura, Nakamura is and Austin Aries putting on it. a hell of a show. Um, That's what's gonna be. Oscar versus Nia Jax. I'm not sure who how they're going to. I that first of all when when you told me this, <laughs> sure. I didn't understand. Like my in my head, I was just like, they booked they booked that little lady against Big Five, but like she might get crushed. Nah, but Nia Jax has been beaten before. He, she was beaten by Bay. I feel like that tr- truthfully, yeah. And I feel like since Oscar beat Bailey, she should be able to beat Nia yeah. Jax. But I know, I know that's not how like real life works. Like that's it's not, not. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Pokemon, my nigga. Yeah, just because your fucking your fucking Charmander can right. win against this Bulbasaur. And that Bulbasaur beats Squirtle doesn't mean that you can't 
Right, right. I, of course, match up of with course. This goddamn Bulbasaur. Of course, it's you know it's Pokelogic over here. Pokelogic, just resistances. Pokeology, my friend. Uh, I, I understand. That I concept. Pokemon, you, you Pokemon, Pokemon, we Pokemon, Pokemon, he, she Pokemon. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm expecting. I guess I feel like Nia Jax still needs some work. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like. She's very, she's still very much so green, and I feel like this she's match. Probably hella stiff too. Oscar's fucking hella stiff. Oh yeah, you're right. She, um, <laughs> first of all, these Japanese niggas just. Yeah, they're just kicking the shit out of people. Yo, kicking the shit out of people, hitting them right in the larynx, like <laughs> they don't give two shits oh, about you. Oh man, I feel like. And then invite you to soup afterwards. I feel like this is a good, I guess, test for Nia Jax if she can continue, because she just kind of does, like this big lumbering sort of broad that just like. Moves very very slow. Mm. Her leg drop doesn't. She doesn't really get high on the leg drop. It's kind of just like she just kind of like drops her foot and just like the rest of it goes down with her. It's just like something along those lines. But so I feel like she there's opportunity for growth. I want her to become a better. You know, if she's a big, you know, if she's supposed to be like one of those big wrestlers, mm-hmm. I guess she got to train more with the big wrestlers. Train like with a cane or a big show. Teach them how to move in the ring. Something how to like you know pace yourself she or something. Pull off that. Uppercut. Yeah, something along those lines, man. Um, but you know, NXT Takeover the End looks pretty, pretty good thus far. I'm expecting, um, all right, stuff from it. It's the new, it's the new era of NXT. They moved up a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Enzo and Cass, Apollo Crews. Enzo is back. Enzo is back. Be right off of head injury. Apollo Crews, who hasn't been doing the best that he could have done, just because it's just. It's just looking very, very slow for him at this point. <laughs> I'm I'm expecting he'll pick up eventually. I don't have, like, this isn't the end for him. They could send him back to NXT. Chances are they won't since they're doing the brand split. But He'll probably just end up on SmackDown. Yeah, they, they might just do that. But I feel like the character development that he would have gotten in NXT, he doesn't get, he didn't get because I feel like they pulled him up too early. Just like eight months there. You know, Finn Balor's on his way to being at least... Almost two years now, mm-hmm. and that, and Sami Zayn was in there for a number of years. Adrian Neville was there for a number of years, and you went through this cycle of, you know, you came, you had the matches, and but you also went through this thing of like development as a character and development as a wrestler, mm-hmm. and you learned things you didn't necessarily learn. And I feel like he missed out on that step um, in NXT, but I'm sure he's gonna get it on the main roster eventually. Just eventually, once they do the brand split and they have more time for him. Um, also, Dana Brooke was called up, and now she's like Charlotte's lackey or something along those lines because Emma got injured. Um, who else? Just you know, just a number of people got called up. A lot of a lot of people. Um, I guess we should talk about this brand split now. Huh? Yeah, bringing back the brand split, and it will be as I project it to be, just mm-hmm. like the last brand split. One brand thrives while the other one sort of suffers. Sure. Well, the thing about it is is that um, they're moving into Tuesday nights now, so. Mm-hmm. It's fucking retarded. Yeah, like, two no straight fun. nights of wrestling. I, I don't no know. Yeah, three straight nights, depending on the day. Oh, true. Um, but it's just like, it's, I think it's too soon. But I, it's, it's about their scheduling. Like, they're not mm-hmm. going to move it to Thursdays. Because um, they want to do the live show. Right. They're going to do it live. So SmackDown's going to be live every week, which is supposed to make it must-watch television, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it won't be. Um, so I've been hearing they're going to maybe put Roman Reigns on Raw, John Cena on SmackDown. For why? 
so because SmackDown needs a big name to carry it because they're looking. USA wants the ratings for SmackDown. They mm-hmm. SmackDown is not not necessarily doing terrible. It's just not really doing good at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but they want the ratings for SmackDown. They want it to be a big second show, so they're putting John Cena on the show. Um, the brand split. Understandable then. It's just like I understand the need for the brand split. I understand I the need that no, they have way too many guys that they have no time for. Whose fault is that? Is it mine? Well, you know, I don't sign the talent. No, nah, it's, it's it's true, but at the same point, you need to continue change. Like it's, it was getting stagnant. Like how many? How much more? Ms. That's because Ziggler, they, much, that's because they book it poorly. You have a bunch of people. You could get them on the mic. You could get them to do these things. You could write them in. I I thought that too, and then I was like, but when you have like five hours of things to fill and all everyone on the same roster, you get a lot of the same rematches. And I don't know, their booking is fucking crazy. Nonetheless. No, their booking is fucking retarded because they booked the same match at least three weeks in a row. Right. Um, so I get the need for it. I necessarily don't like the brand split. I like it being one big important thing instead of two important things I got to try to keep track of. Um, I liked the brand split before. I remember the first initial brand split, you know, because mm-hmm. they had a good balance of stars. And then, and you then had, they had introductions to new titles. Right. And like you had Smackdown Paul had Heyman dev- writing SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And you know, Raw was kind of terrible because it had like, because I was when I was watching two thousand two Raws, I was like, okay, you have Austin that's, here. That's exactly how I felt. I felt like one brand goes yeah. up and right. then the other one goes down, and I don't want to see that for Raw again because it doesn't make sense for live television to suck. It's going to well, one of these live television shows is going to suck. Um, but the first initial draft, I was like, oh, this is intriguing. So you know, and then you I, I get—I didn't get the weight of it because I wasn't like totally into the dirt sheets then and all this mm-hmm. other cool stuff. But now I'm just like, man, because after like those nine years of two brands, I was just like, I'm over this shit. I'm mm-hmm. really over it. I'm tired of. This, and then they—they—they like, they, they completely phased it out so slowly. Yeah, it's a, and then yeah, it, it was like it didn't matter. There's two world titles. The only reason I like two world titles. Is the uh, the amount of opportunity for people to actually become world champion? Because Dolph Ziggler is never becoming world champion again. Um, Nigga, I do f- you care? Um, not now. Maybe I would have cared like two years ago. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but like, I feel like a lot of people like John Cena is still like the default to go to. Like yeah. when shit's gonna get hard, well now gonna throw him back because that was like the Rock or like Triple H's position. So like, I feel like back. unless um. Unless like Randy Orton or John Cena died or something or just retired, like no one else. First knew of all, I know Randy Orton is probably gonna sit his ass out for quite a while. Yeah, you know, but he, he's expected to be back too. I'm assuming he'll be on the blue brand or something along those lines with John Cena. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I think they're going with a new sort of look for Raw. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, just the brand split is just like I'm. T- I, I was so I'm so exhausted it towards the end. It got very, very cliche towards the end. Um, it got very one-sided towards the end where it was just like we need to focus on making Raw the biggest show. So eventually, mm-hmm. from time to time, Raw would just like... Do a super show and like combine that. Not even that. During the draft, they would just like get all the cool stars and like SmackDown would be depleted. So you had to sit through mm-hmm. like, you know, Vito in a dress versus like Tatanka or something along those lines. Like you said, Vito in a dress versus Tatanka. Like it's you're just, hilarious. Yeah, it was just like you had to sit through all that. What part of your memory did you pull that up from? I have great memory of obscure things, <laughs> but I don't remember important stuff. 
Um, <laughs> so I can ask you uh, how long The Undertaker's title reign was as the American Badass, but I can't ask you for, like, let's say your dad's birthday. So American... Okay. <laughs> his reign as American Badass lasted probably, I think it was three months, because it was the longest. In 2002, he had the reign, and he was probably the longest out of anyone. He did that ugly-ass choke slam to Hulk Hogan. And then he like <laughs> That's not his fault. He beat he beat Triple H at King of the Ring and then he lost to the Rocket Vengeance. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, see? You, I remember you know that, how so. hard it is to choke slam a turd? <laughs> it's still gonna be a First turd. Of all, this nigga grabbed him by the neck, tried to lift him, realized <laughs> that he was like sandbagging it, looked at him, said, We're gonna try this again. <laughs> he looked at him and said, We're gonna try this again, okay? And now like on the on the replay on the network they just edited it, so it's like one smooth shit. But um <laughs> But it's a, it's it is what it is. Oh, I'm <laughs> I'm I'm just you know I know the brand split's gonna happen. I'm not really crazy about it, but you know it's gonna happen. So I'm end up being excited about it for the brand. Mm-hmm. The draft is always an exciting show. If they make it like an actual draft this time, it'll be actually better instead of that fake ass lottery shit. Shout out to Seth Rollins and AJ Styles for saving this goddamn yes. show. Seth Rollins, AJ Styles. I feel like Sami Zayn's gonna be a big star, and Kevin Owens. They are um, they are very loved. Like Hideo Itami's supposed to come back to next uh, I'm excited. <laughs> you sound like you bust a nut in Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> no, you bust a nut in Japanese. Like oh, oh, <laughs> oh shit. But yeah, it's supposed to. So you know the summer's looking good. Hopefully we get some tickets to SummerSlam NXT Brooklyn. No, the SummerSlam the tickets. Those SummerSlam tickets are not. I. Unfortunately, could only get one. It's fine. The I'm shit not... was like three hundred something dollars. Um, honestly, I am not that pressed about going to see wrestling shows because I hate being in places with other wrestling fans. Sure, because they're fucking annoying. Well, you know what? <laughs> it is what it is. Nah, you like... can at least say you've went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, multiple times. Um, <laughs> you know, so if it, it is what it is, I'm tr- I'm trying to go see NXT Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, Let's see. Anything else? I guess Rassel Rap's coming back, so it'll be back. I'll be there, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, And, you know, it's a new era. New era. Episode six, Nintendo 64. Nintendo 64. So, we'll see you guys. Later. Later. <laughs>